When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin can see $25,000 by March as the U.S. dollar prints a death cross. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. Also in today's show, Iran and Russia want to issue new stablecoin backed by gold. That's right. The potential stablecoin aims to enable cross-border transactions instead of fiat currencies like the U.S. dollar and the Russian ruble. Also in today's show, the Bank of Thailand to allow the first virtual banks by 2025. By allowing virtual banks, Thailand seeks to boost competition and economic growth. Also in today's show, top crypto strategist says Bitcoin surge could be the start of a massive rally. In fact, quoting them here, above 18,200 opens up the possibility of an inverse head and shoulders complex, multiple shoulders and head with a neck base at $25,500. And looking at the trader's chart, he predicts that Bitcoin can surge as high as 37,000 should it take out resistance at 25,500. Also in today's show, Anthony Scaramucci to invest in crypto firm founded by the former FTX US boss. That's right. It's understood that the crypto software company will enable crypto traders to create on their algorithmic based strategies to access different markets. And speaking of Scaramucci, he sees the Bitcoin price between $50,000 and $100,000 in the next two to three years as the market hopes for a bull run. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live episode of Crypto News Alerts, podcast episode number 1165. Today is January 16th, and as you can see, the crypto market is pumping. I'm your host, JV. we got the Bitcoin price currently sitting at $21,000, which I love to see. And checking out this market watch, we got Bitcoin up 1% for the day, but Ethereum is down but barely in the red, which you can see here, still maintaining above $1,500. We also have Binance Coin, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche and Cardano all correcting and in the red while some altcoins are pumping and in the green and checking out coinmarketcap.com. We can see the current crypto market cap just shy of that $1 trillion milestone currently sitting at around $981 billion with about $53 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with Bitcoin dominance at 41.2% and the Ether dominance at 19.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, CBX lead in the pack up 21%, trading at $4.80, followed by Decentraland up 18%, trading at $0.69, cents, followed by Silo up 11%, trading just above $0.71. Cents. Below that, we have FXS, Kronos, and Quant. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, FTT up a whopping 187%. Now, who would have thunk just a couple of months ago when FTX collapsed that their native token for the defunct exchange would be pumping like this and not going to zero? 
crazy to say the least. We also have mana up 73%. We have APT up 95% and just massive gains overall for the entire crypto market minus flare and checking out the crypto greed and fear index you can see we're currently rated a 45 in fear yesterday we were back to neutral at a 52 last week a 25 in extreme fear and last month a 28 in fear now you guys let me know if you think this rally is to be sustained or do you think this can potentially be a bear trap let me know your latest analysis as i break down what i got for you with today's technical analysis checking out some of the charts bitcoin shows the potential of stretching its ongoing price recovery to twenty-five thousand by march based on a mix of bullish technical as well as macro indicators for first bitcoin's potential to hit twenty-five thousand comes from its exit from a prevailing descending channel range and coin telegraph recently asked a bull run or a bull trap let's put bull run here and let's see some of the results from this recent poll and as we can see 38.9 percent say bull run but the majority say it is a bull trap at 61.1 percent now notably the bitcoin price broke out of its range last week while accompanying a rise in its trading volumes the cryptos move upside also pushed the price above its resistance confluence comprising a psychological price ceiling of twenty thousand dollars and its 20-week exponential moving average near 19.5 as shown here in this chart now breaking three resistance levels with strong volume shows traders conviction about the extended price rally and should it happen bitcoin's next target appears to be the 200 week moving average which you can see here in the yellow and at around that $25,000 mark which is a 20% rise from the current price levels however dollar forms a death cross do take heed bitcoin's bullish technical outlook appears against the backdrop of a relatively weaker US dollar down due to expectations that the federal reserve will stop raising interest rates over lowering inflation the two assets have moved inversely to each other, mostly since March of 2020. As of January 16th, the daily correlation coefficient between Bitcoin and the U.S. dollar a barometer to gauge the greenback strength versus the top rivaling currencies was negative 0.83, according to TradingView. And a traditional technical setup sees more losses for the dollar ahead, dubbed the death cross. The setup appears when the asset's 50-period moving average crosses below its 200-period moving average, and for the dollar the death cross shows its weakening momentum, meaning it is short-term trend has been underperforming its long-term direction, expecting more downside in the mid to long-term independent market analyst CryptoEd said, adding to the dollar, risk on assets should bounce more on that or better said, I expect Bitcoin to break its bearish cycle as the big run in the US dollar currency index is finito. So there you have it. Now, Bitcoin has risen 30% above 20,000 thus far this year, but on-chain data shows that the buying a trend lacks support from institutional investors, meaning this is retail driven. So for instance, the total amount of Bitcoin held by digital assets holding such as trust ETFs and funds have been declining during the coin's price increase in the recent months, according to crypto quants fund holdings index. And in addition, no unusual transactions occurred on chain, but on crypto exchanges per the comparisons made between crypto quants token transferred and the fund flow ratio metric, which you can see here in this chart, the token transferred metric shows the number of coins transferred in a specific time frame, while the fund flow ratio represents the ratio of coins transfers involving the exchange to the overall coin transfers network wide. Usually at the bottom, institutional investors want to buy quietly through over the counter 
trading, noted market analyst MACD. This trading was simply actively traded only on the exchange, and no unusual transactions occurred on on chain. The current institutional investors have remained calm and just watching. Over the counter trading will be brisk when they expect a full fledged uptrend turn. So there you have it. Let me know if you feel currently more bullish or bearish on the King Crypto. And also, what's your thoughts on the U.S. dollar? It seems being the U.S. dollar is so weak at the current time. That's why we have gold rising up. We got Bitcoin rising up and other assets rising up against the U.S. dollar, especially inflation when it comes to food and oil and things of this nature. But let's now break down our next story of the day, and that's some gold-backed stable coins, which is pretty interesting. We're talking about Iran and Russia wanting to issue these new stable coins backed by gold. The Central Bank of Iran is reportedly cooperating with the Russian government to jointly issue new crypto backed by gold. According to the Russian news agency, Iran is working with Russia to create a token of the Persian Gulf region that would serve as a payment method in foreign trade. The token is projected to be issued in the form of a stable coin backed by gold. According to Alexander Bross, executive director of the Russian Association of Crypto Industry and Blockchain, the stablecoin aims to enable cross-border transactions instead of fiat currencies like the U.S. dollar. Interesting, they're moving away from the dollar, the Russian ruble, or the Iranian rial. The report notes that the potentially uh, potential crypto would operate in a special economic zone in Astrakhan, where Russia started to accept Iranian cargo shipments. Interesting. Russian lawmakers Anton a member of the Committee on Info Policy, Information Technology and Communications stressed that a joint stablecoin project would only be possible once the digital asset market is fully regulated in Russia. And after multiple delays, the Russian lower house of parliament once again promised to start regulating crypto transactions this year in 2023. Now, Iran and Russia are among the countries that ban their residents from using cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and stablecoins like Tether USDT for payments. But at the same time, Iran and Russia have been actively working to adopt crypto as a tool of foreign trade. So it looks like they're just wanting to do their own thing. Now, in August of 2022, Iran's Industry, Mines, and Trade Ministry approved the use of crypto for imports into the country amid ongoing international trade sanctions. The local government said the new measures would help the Iran to mitigate global trade sanctions. Iran subsequently placed its first international import order using $10 million worth of crypto, and the Bank of Russia, historically opposed to using crypto as a payment method, agreed to allow crypto and foreign trade to mitigate the impact of international sanctions. The regulator has never clarified which cryptocurrencies would be used for such transactions, though. So there you have it. All I know is this. Me personally, I am not looking forward to uh, stable coins whatsoever. I'm not looking forward for anything backed by the state, regardless if it's backed by gold, because I can't trust them as far as I can throw them. At this point in stage of my life, the only currency that I can truly trust deep down in my soul and sleep at night, you know, and feel good holding is Bitcoin. Number one, it's decentralized, meaning it's not controlled by any third party, no regulators, it's not controlled by any government, etc., which kind of just puts Bitcoin in a completely different category than everything else. But it is interesting that these countries are developing their own stable coins and to back them by gold. How do you think this would impact the US dollar market across the world? And what if other countries decided to do the same thing as the Bitcoin game theory is in full effect? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right now. 
down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's break down the latest with these uh, virtual banks uh, coming out of Thailand. They say by the year 2025, Bank of Thailand disclosed plans to allow virtual banks to operate in the country for the first time. Financial firms will be able to provide services by 2025. A Bloomberg report shows the consultation paper on virtual bank licensing framework published by the central bank says that applications will be available later in 2023, allowing virtual banks to act as financial services providers. The move focuses on increasing competition and boosting Thailand's economic growth. Great move for Thailand. The Bank of Thailand will issue three different licenses for interest companies by 2024. There are at least 10 parties interested in granting permissions, the report states. Now, regulations and supervision for virtual banks will be the same as those for traditional commercial banks under the licensing framework. And moreover, qualified applicants will need to meet certain requirements. The central bank also noted virtual banks should not initiate a race to the bottom through irresponsible lending, give preferential treatment to related parties, nor abuse dominant market positions, which will pose risks to financial stability, depositors, and consumers as a whole. And according to the central bank, virtual banks will be under a restricted phase during their first year of operations, which includes close monitoring to prevent financial systematic risk. Why don't you get uh, Gary Gensler on the job? He did a great, great job at protecting the investors over at FTX and Alameda. Now, obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Thailand's SEC recently announced plans to tighten rules for crypto, aiming to expand investor protection. A strict set of guidelines for crypto ads is also being developed by the authority. Thailand recently entered into a technology cooperation agreement with Hungary to support the adoption of blockchain technology amid a fast-growing demand for mobile payments, e-commerce, and cryptos in the country. The country has seen a number of crypto-related developments in 2022, including plans to pilot a central bank digital currency for roughly 10,000 users. Thailand is ranked eighth on the Global Crypto Adoption Index by analytics company Chainalysis. So there you have it. What do you think is likely to come out of this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. Also like to point out that in June of last year in 2022, uh, Thailand also made uh, cannabis, uh, recreational cannabis legal, which I thought was also a great move for adoption in their country, especially to attract more people, maybe from our side of the world. And with them embracing crypto, it is very interesting. I mean, virtual banks and CBDCs don't trust them as far as you can throw them. But when it comes to embracing and adopting Bitcoin, totally different uh, ball game. But how many of you have ever been to Thailand or looking forward to traveling there? Let me know. It's definitely one of my preferred countries I've ever visited. I spent roughly 30 days there a few years back, and I absolutely loved it, and I'm looking forward to visiting again. But anyways, with that being shared, now let's discuss a potential massive Bitcoin rally in play right now. A closely followed strategist is unveiling a bullish outlook for Bitcoin now that Bitcoin is trading back above 20 Gs, baby. Synonymous analyst Sheds tells his 300,000 Twitter followers a big Rally may be in the cards for the King Crypto, with Bitcoin poised to print a bullish reversal structure, quoting him here along with this chart. Above 18.2 opens the possibility of an inverse head and shoulders complex, multiple shoulders, and head with neck base at 25,500. And looking at this trader's chart, which you can see here, he predicts that Bitcoin can surge as high as 37,000 and take out its resistance at 25.5, suggesting an upside potential of over 75% for the King Crypto from its current prices. Sheds also says that the fear of missing out can drive traders to chase the Bitcoin rallies. The crypto analyst adds the Bitcoin has managed to close above the 200-day moving average, which he adds is a sign of notable strength, quoting him here, legit surprised by the strength of BTC. Gotta respect the pump. 
That's right. And as for the alts, Sheds believes that digital assets other than Bitcoin will eventually follow Bitcoin's explosive price action once the king crypto cools off. As he shares here, if Bitcoin and Ethereum pause to consolidate, altcoins should make some serious noise. So there you have it. Let me know, guys, if you are currently more bullish on the king crypto or alts at this stage of the game in this market cycle. I'll let you boy in the comments below. And do you feel that Bitcoin could have a massive surge to 70 or to 37,000 as outlined in that analyst's chart. Let me know. I'll let you boy. With that being shared, now let's discuss the latest breaking news of what is going on with Scaramucci and the former FTX US boss. Skybridge Capital founder Scaramucci is an investing in a crypto company founded by the former president. Interesting, right? Of FTX US. Scaramucci told Bloomberg in an email that he would be investing in his own person with his own personal funds to support the ex FTX US president, Brett Harrison's new venture, which was revealed just three weeks after the collapse of crypto exchange FTX. It is understood that the crypto software company, which doesn't yet have a name, will enable crypto traders to create algorithmic based strategies to access different markets, both centralized and decentralized. It is also understood that Harrison has been seeking a fundraising target as high as 10 million for a $100 million valuation in a January 4th tweet responding to Harrison's lengthy thread on Sam Bankman-Fried and his time at FTX US, Scaramucci said he was proud to be an investor in Harrison's new company. How many of you have read this 49 long Twitter thread by Brett Harrison? I read the full thing this morning. It's interesting to say the least. And Anthony Scaramucci responded to all of it and said, Brett, I am proud to be an investor in your new company. Go forward. Don't look back. Wishing you the best. Well, it's good to hear that Scaramucci at least didn't invest in a new startup from Scam Bankman Freed after being scammed uh, so much out of that company. But nonetheless, he obviously has trust in Brett Harrison. Harrison replied to the tweet thanking Scaramucci, adding that your support and advice means the world to me. I can't wait to work together. Now, the amount of capital deployed to the stake received by Scaramucci was not disclosed. Harrison's new crypto venture was first hinted at on September 27 when he announced that he was stepping down from his role of the president of FTX US. And at the time, he was resigning his position as president, but few remain with the exchange in an advisory role for the next few months, quitting him here. I can't wait to share more about what I am doing next, he said at the time. And in his most recent Twitter thread, Harrison revealed that he left the firm after his relationship with Scam Bankman Freed abruptly deteriorated, uh, and those troubles led him to shift his focus to the future, and which led him to start his own company. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Scaramucci doing business with the uh, FTX US boss from FTX US, Brett Harrison? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our final story of the day, and that Scaramucci was recently interviewed and made a very bullish price prediction for the future of the king crypto. So let's uh, break this down, shall we? After a tumultuous 2022, crypto investors are trying to figure out when the next Bitcoin bull run could be. Last week at a crypto conference in Switzerland, CNBC spoke to industry insiders who painted a picture of 2023 as the year of caution. Bitcoin is expected to trade within a range, be sensitive to the macroeconomic situation such as interest rate rises, and continue to be volatile. A new bull run is unlikely in 2023. However, experts are looking to next year and beyond with optimism. In 2022, the entire crypto market lost about $1.4 trillion in value, with the industry facing liquidity issues and bankruptcies topped off by the collapse of the exchange FTX. Contagion spread across the industry, to say the least. And while Bitcoin has gotten a small bump 
at the start of the year. In line with risk assets like stocks, experts say that Bitcoin is unlikely to retest its all-time high of just under 69,000, but it may have bottomed. I think there's a little bit more downside, but I don't think there's going to be a lot. Bill Tai, a venture capitalist and crypto veteran, told CNBC last week, there is a chance that Bitcoin kind of has bottomed here, adding that it could fall as low as 12,000 before jumping back up. And then we have Meltem Demirers, chief strategy officer of CoinShares. She said Bitcoin is likely to be range-bound, trading to the lower end between fifteen and $20,000, and on the upper end between twenty-five and $30,000. She said a lot of forced selling that happened in 2022 as a result of collapses in the market is now over, but there isn't much new money coming into Bitcoin, quitting her here. I don't think there is a lot of forced selling remaining, which is optimistic. But again, I think the upside is quite limited because we also don't see a lot of new inflows coming in. Now, investors are also keeping an eye on the macroeconomic situation, which they should be. Bitcoin has proved to be closely correlated to risk assets such as stocks and in particular, the tech-heavy Nasdaq. These assets are affected by change in interest rates from the Fed and other macro moves. Last year, the Fed embarked on an aggressive interest rate hike path to try to tame inflation, which hurt risk assets along with Bitcoin. Industry insiders said a change in the macro situation could help. The King Crypto, quoting her again here, there could be catalysts that we are not aware of. Again, the macro situation and the political environment is fairly uncertain. Inflation continuing to run quite hot. I think it is a new thing. We haven't seen that, you know, in 30 to 40 years. So who knows? As people look to make allocations going into the new year, where crypto will fit into their portfolio. Now, in CNBC interviews, several industry participants spoke about historical Bitcoin cycles, which happen roughly every four years. And typically, Bitcoin will hit an all-time high, then have a massive correction, and there will be a bad year and then a year of mild recovery, which we have been witnessing in the market. Then having will happen, which is when miners who run specialized machines to effectively validate transactions of the Bitcoin network see their rewards for mining cut in half. Miners get Bitcoin as a reward for validating transactions. The having, which happens every four years, effectively slows down the supply of Bitcoin onto the market. There will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin in circulation. And you also got to keep in mind all the lost and forgotten Bitcoin, which will never be recovered, which could be three to four million BTC. And having usually, uh, which does precede the bull run, the next having event was set to take place in 2024. Scaramucci called 2023 the recovery year for Bitcoin and predicted it could trade at 50000 to to $100,000 in the next two to three years, ultimately saying by the year 2025, he's expecting a 50000 to to $100,000 plus Bitcoin price. Quoting him here, you are taking on risk, but you're also believing in Bitcoin adoption. So if we get the adoption right, and I believe we will, this could easily be a fifty to a $100,000 asset over the next two to three years. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the SkyBridge founder, uh, uh, Scaramucci. Now, Ty, meanwhile, said the beginning of the bull run is probably a year away, saying that after effects of the FTX collapse might continue to be felt for another six to nine months. And then we have Jean Baptiste, global CEO of crypto exchange Bitstamp, told CNBC last week the next bull run would come over the next two years, citing rising interest from institutional investors. However, the mirrors warn that the events of 2022 have caused tremendous reputational damage to the industry and to the asset class, adding that it may take some time for confidence to return. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Scaramucci's fifty dollars to $100,000 Bitcoin price prediction in the next two to three years? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.